This is Onto based on two's hypernuclear helicopter. Come in. Well, we seem to have been hit when that volcano erupted and we fell into some kind of whirlpool. The reactor isn't critical. It's six hours before this whole island blows. Well, too bad. Uh, welcome to the On Twos podcast. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Adric. And normally we talk about cartoons, but... Uh, you know what it is? You know what? Yeah. It's, fucking, it's Puppets in July. It's Puppets in July. It's Puppets in July. Oh, my God. Uh, where we're talking about puppets, marionettes, and sometimes just people in suits. But this episode, uh, we're talking about marionettes because we're doing Thunderbirds. Yeah. God, what do they what do they call themselves? I pulled up in the beginning of the of the episode. Super like, Super Marionation. Super Marionation. It's the is, same thing is, that you do yeah. when you want your chicken to be extra tender. <laughs> yeah, you gotta super marinate it for at least three hours. <laughs> God. Uh... So yeah, the reason that they called it that was because like they were kind of they were innovating quite a bit here. Um, I mean, it, it was the second show, I re- if I remember correctly, that they did with quote unquote Super Marionation, which basically is, as far as I've been, as I'm able to tell, the way that they distinguish it is by the little solenoid that they put in the mouth. Ah. So that the mouths move correctly given the dialogue. So they would, they would pre record the dialogue. And then they would um, have it run through and just, like, do the mouth flaps. And then the signal, they would record the signal. And then that signal goes through one of the wires that goes into the marionette's head. Wow. That's legitimately yeah. very interesting. I, yeah, um, they did a lot of shit on this series. It it like It looks really good. I mean, get that out of the way. Like... Yeah, it looks amazing. The whole thing looks amazing. Like the, from this, the like density of the sets and the like, uh, like I don't know. I expected at some point this to look like hokey and shitty, and it just straight up doesn't happen. They even yeah, do these, it just like, looks awesome. Incorporations <laughs> of live action into the the scene when it just like makes sense to do so. It always it always looks so good. And like, yeah, because it's Mary, it's a marionette instead of stop motion. You get these like, you can do like, actual smoke effects and like all of these other little, uh, like, practical effects alongside your. I um, mean, your plus, acting. good God, let's talk about those explosions. Oh my God, there's. there's it's, it's the coolest shit ever. It's amazing. They, they, it's they, just like yeah, we made some models and then shoved a bunch of M80s in them and pow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it's fucking like, rocks. It's, it is the reason to do Super Marionation is the fact that you can actually practically blow stuff up. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, not even that, kidding. Like, each of these episodes cost, like, you know, 24,000 pounds. Yeah. And um, it, it, they're made in the UK. They're made in, in the case UK. You c- in case you couldn't tell. By it existing. 
by everyone. <laughs> yeah, by the fact that it exists and the fact that everyone in it is extremely British. God, um, I will say this is a deeply indulgent show. Like the the people I remember. Uh, I was I was actually waiting for you to text me to be like, oh god, these are long, because, like, I yeah, it it spares hour long episodes, nothing, and yeah, kind of a lot of it is just expository dialogue. Yep, and it's like you could have cut these to half hour episodes, but apparently the producer saw the first episode and was just like, well, this is a this is a feature film here. <laughs> we gotta just keep making these this long. I mean, I, I it, and it's I'm, I don't want it to make it sound like I'm not glad that they did. Like I, I think that it's more fun that this exists at the extremely long length than the the version of this world where they uh they sort of where it's just twenty two minutes. And yeah, kept it tamped right down. Out. Yeah, especially like some of these episodes, you need that time to actually build tension. Right. Yeah. Because uh, if it if it was just oh our our boat fell in a hole, uh we gotta go gotta go get the boat oh no two guys they got injured trying to get the boat we better call these people all right they showed up they got the thing yeah then right if you wrapped all that up in twenty five minutes then yeah. it would be like there was never any danger I think I agree with that um, um that's. So the other, uh, this was made by uh, Gary Anderson and Sylvia Anderson. And um, they did a number of puppet shows before this. Naturally. Yeah. uh, With the first one being uh, The Adventures of Twizzle. Um, Which. Great. Yeah. Based on a, like, children's book by, by some rich old lady. Okay. Uh, about a doll that's able to extend its legs and arms. Huh. Uh, I watched a little bit of this, uh, it, and it's a nightmare to look at. I'm. Oh, these are bad to look at. I see now. Um, yeah. This is this is haunted. Yeah. So that one's deeply upsetting. Uh-huh. The next one's less upsetting. Uh, Torchy the Battery Boy. <laughs> like things things keep getting less awful to look at <laughs> as uh, we keep going let's see uh, the battery boy okay yeah this is like fine yeah yeah and then they did uh four feather falls which is that was uh the first one that they were doing without um the the lady that made twizzle got it what happened to the uh, lady that made twizzle oh uh she wound up like getting into fights with some of the people that uh worked on this and uh then they were just like well whatever we'll just go make our own shit puppet drama yeah wow uh but yeah four feather falls is the is their western one which like looks good it's uh it obviously has all the problems of a western made (laughs) by people in the 1960s especially british people i cannot imagine what you possibly mean will uh yeah, it involves too much magic is the problem. Uh, that'll do it. And this cowboy's got a talking horse that's powered by the magical feathers. Perfect. That were uh, given to him by an Indian. So Great. All of this sounds believable. And, yeah. Um, and not just believable, but 
I'm sure it did happen in real life, even. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was based on uh, a guy who had magical feathers that made his gun shoot from the holsters without him drawing them. Whoa. I want to meet this wow. guy. Sounds very this, cool. This does make me think of... Um, God, there's there's this like German series of uh, Western novels that were completely made up bullshit by this one guy. <laughs> um, and the so the funniest thing about them is, for one thing, it, it's all just like this guy's power fantasy thing. And it's him describing his character as like, firing off a bolt action rifle oh faster God. than someone could shoot an AR-15. Uh, <laughs> and but then he claims it's all real and starts oh, like touring awesome. touring around Germany. And the other thing is Hitler really liked this guy oh and would like send his books to his generals on the front line and just be like, oh why don't you do this? Oh, this guy seems really cool. I I think yeah. that if you learn to shoot like this guy, you'd have no problem. Why don't you just shoot a gun real fast like he do? He goes, pa 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 And then yeah. they're all dead. Fucking, yeah, Hitler and Stalin were both really big into Westerns. God. For some reason. Anyway, that's, yeah, fairly far like... afield from the Thunderbolts. I mean, it, or Thunderbirds. suffice it to say, I think that, like, fucking uh all all that that like the nazis are are people who are just like nerds for fascism so that doesn't surprise me at all yeah yeah i mean we're seeing that now <laughs> right it's like you have to have you have to have a, a, a passion for being fucking obnoxious and shitty and wanting to destroy the rights and humanity of your fellow man yeah that's a hundred percent um so anyway, then after Four Feather Marianne. Falls, yeah, <laughs> uh, they made Supercar. Supercar. Hell uh, yeah. Which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, is it a car that's super? Uh, yes. Excellent. Definitely. I, I was terrified it would be anything else. Uh, this one's still black and white. Uh, I do really like, uh, on this one, I particularly like some of the puppets. These puppets, the, the These puppets are particularly good. <laughs> I mean, they just, they, they look like, there's one guy here who's like a big villain who kind of looks like Wilson Fisk. Whoa, that's awesome. Like, like it's really cool. Now that's innovation. Yeah. Um, then after that, there was Fireball XL5. Yo. Uh, which is their uh, space drama thing. Oh, I'm seeing this now. That looks fun. I like their helmets. Yeah. Little, uh, little then there's Stingray, Stingray, which is their underwater one with a with a magical mermaid lady who can't talk. Perfect. Uh, as like one of their main characters. And then we got Thunderbirds. And then we got Thunderbirds. It's nice. Which to... is, yeah, really where it all kind of came together and started, you know, making money and getting acclaim. It's nice to put all these into context because otherwise it's easy to, to like, I don't know, look at Thunderbirds as its own super weird entity and um, putting them all in a lineup like that uh, shows the true, the, the truth of it, which is that um, it is the least weird out of all of these fucking shows. Oh, yeah, this definitely. Is, this is restraint even. 
it's <laughs> and, and it's still really weird because it's just stuff like okay this guy is uh, according to i think it was like a forbes list he's like one of the richest fictional characters <laughs> and he made all of his money by making construction equipment yeah so let's get into it just a little bit it's um the the fucking main conceit of this is that there's a dude who's super rich and so he has all of his kids be uh instead of all single batmans they're a a collective a group of batman batman they all 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 working together to save military equipment yes like it's it's military equipment and like the the first episode is like military adjacent plane that is directly managed and interacted with by the military yeah what what (laughs) i i think that there's just like not many other organizations that are going to be able to put that much money into a huge like it's hard to explain (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to explain like oh yeah uh these these kids were just hanging around with their fucking hyper nuclear jet (laughs) <laughs> i mean and they s- got it stuck in a tree you say that as though <laughs> the hypernuclear jet is a like absolutely critical part of this being the plot but it is like that's the whole thing is that they need the really cool vehicles so that they that's can show true. them and then blow them up that's true set it in the future but then yeah. i guess everybody has the same level of technology as them so they're not special right yeah okay no i see i see the arguments here now, now the part of it that is completely unnecessary is the severe Orientalist tropes yeah, that start that off this first episode. Kick off fucking immediately. Like, just don't. Just don't. Fucking British people shouldn't be allowed to use gongs in TV shows. <laughs> all right, everybody. We've all ends talked. Poorly. Yeah. We've all talked, and fifty years no gongs. I'm yep, sorry. No gongs. It's gonna seem harsh, but I know y'all y'all really liked the gong show, but you know that's just collateral damage. Yeah, and you just cannot be trusted. I'm so sorry, but um, yeah. So the the episode kicks off and fucking yeah, this guy with some magical, vaguely you know, Eastern guy. Yeah, <laughs> with with a statue of his brother too. <sighs> A statue, a statue of his brother raised up on a dais. It is attempting to mind control his brother via some method of having yeah. the statue. A By little bit unclear. Ma- magic and his glowing eyes. Yeah. What else is there? You know, just my magical glowing eyes. Yeah. To control my brother. To well, and he's trying to get the technology little. from the thunderbirds yeah and like it it ends up being like one of the things that he's trying to achieve this whole time is to take some like really shitty pinhole camera photos of the the their plane so like i don't understand how you get technology out of that but there's a lot of these episodes like uh, i i watched a few of the other ones just like while playing video games yeah. uh, but there's a lot of this is uh just them being like well, someone took a photo of us. We'd better go murder them. Because that's how it happens. Like, Let's go find them and smash their camera. In the first episode, 
uh, he they take photos of the uh, of the plane and are like driving away in their car. And their London agent, the only woman of the group, yeah, uh, fucking shoots them. Like, yeah, has her chauffeur drive up behind him, and then a machine gun pops out of the front, and they shoot up the car, and it <laughs> yeah, careens just off the, the side. fuck out of the car. Yeah, and don't get me wrong; it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks super, super sweet. Um, but that doesn't make it right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Also, it's very convenient that they have the that they did their like camera detecting thing. Oh yeah, they <laughs> whatever have, the hell that is. They have like they have a whole camera bunch, detecting yeah. technology that allows them. It's to... just like, well, someone took a picture of us. Get I... your guns. <laughs> God, I can't remember the name of all of them, but uh, Mr. Tracy, Mr. Tracy, no, Mr. No Tracy, one can. Mr. Tracy, Mr. Tracy, and Mr. Tracy, go get all of your guns. Yeah. It's like Jeff, Jim, Jerry, Jonald, like fucking all, (laughs) there's so many J names in this goddamn show. Yeah. Which, God, I've talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) I said it once, I'll say it again. Um, And uh, it's the kind of thing where, like, if it's the same way that I feel about all, all British media is I watch something and I'm like, I cannot tell if this is your culture or if this is propaganda. And I don't know where one starts and one stops. Yeah, I. And I'm leading culture with this one. I feel as though, yeah, like a lot of this was just done the way that it is, so that they could make fun toys and blow them up. Yeah, the same reason GI Joe exists. Right. Oh God, there's no way that they didn't sell Thunderbird Thunderbirds toys. They'd have to. Like they'd be so easy. Let's look up Thunderbirds toys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. while I'm looking that up, they did. Here's, Don't worry. Uh, oh, all right. This fun fact: um, Shigeru Miyamoto loved Thunderbirds so much that that's the reason that the original Star Fox uh, wow. uh, game cover is is puppets. That's amazing. Yeah. What an incredible thing to find out. Oh, also, yeah. I, God, the like one time that I went to New York, I went to the Nintendo store there and they had those puppets on display. Oh, that's awesome. They were pretty cool. A lot bigger than you would think. So, yeah, basically that's that's the episode is the well, I guess we haven't even gotten into the plot of the episode. No, not in the least. It hardly matters. It's just like, oh, well, there's this plane that's, I don't know, fucking nuclear powered uh, and they can't. They can't bring it down because someone stuck a bomb on the landing gear. So if it gets jostled, then it's going to explode. So they're just kind of cruising around and all these rich people are hanging out at the bar in the plane. (laughs) Precisely. So it, yeah, it it kicks off and it's a, um, the, as, as Will said, it's a a nuclear power jet. It's the the maiden voyage. Somebody shoves it. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna talk about the horrible warrior. We, we already talked enough yeah. about that. It doesn't impact because it hardly at all. matters. No, it was just for for, for fucking kicks. Um, and uh, yeah, once once all that pops off, the whole the whole plot is just like radio control talking back and forth with this jet, being like, "Well, um, I think you're still fucked, everybody. I'm so sorry to say, but you're still absolutely fucked, and there's nothing we can do." And then a, like, a guy in the military comes up and is like, sir, I have an idea. And he's like, I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes telling you why you're a piece of shit for coming to me with that idea. 
anyway, let's try that idea. <laughs> and then they try that idea, and then and it, it doesn't work. <laughs> and then they call a uh, fucking international rescue. No, they don't know about international rescue. So this oh, is the crux of the right, plot, right. This is, is yeah. Nobody knows that international rescue exists. Who are the Thunderbirds? Yeah, because in in later episodes, people know that international rescue exists. Right, because this is their first introduction to them to know to call them in the future. Yeah, and so, um, really, they're they're like this plane with all these passengers on it. They're all gonna die, and they God, they just, completely believe that because they don't know who the Thunderbirds are. Imagine any other like you know Superman's first appearance, like his first big thing in most canons Mm -hmm. is him uh saving an airplane (laughs) but just like imagine if he came in there with a fucking gigantic kryptonian uh spaceship and and saved the airplane (laughs) that way like good god everyone would be even more horrified um i would still i would like him to do it yeah, I would request that he that he do that. That sounds very funny. That he fly his spaceship over and just be like, "Don't worry, I've got this under control." I do want to talk a little bit about what that army guy's plan was because his plan was to, uh, and they and they, I think actually do a good job like building the tension on this plan because he he has to get into a like basically uh, conical uh, hang glide thing that yeah. is tensioned off of another plane that's going to fly alongside this plane and they're gonna like uh attempt to keep them stable between the two and get him up into the other plane in order to get the uh the bomb out of it yeah to like diffuse the bomb or or you know remove the bomb and it goes like relatively decently until the moment when it doesn't and fucking he would just like basically gets kicked out of the plane and uh nearly falls to his death but the the he manages to get his parachute out in time i think the thing the thing that i really don't like about this series uh-huh. is how much it degrades human lives in the pursuit of uh, saving military equipment. Oh yeah, because like y- everyone just jump out of the plane. Everyone get put your fucking parachutes on. They should have parachutes for everyone. This is a fucking experimental flight. I guess. Why do they have a bar on there? There's, I mean, there's six hundred people. Like they say that at some point that there's six hundred people on this plane. Yeah, they they do say that that they went. Like, here's our first flight of this thing. Just cram 600 fucking people on there <laughs> without parachutes. Like... Will, it's for the technology. Yeah. What's the question? We just... We we like the technology to both exist, and we think it's fun. So we're going to... And, gonna, and we want it to be saved. We're going to do it. Dude, what's... Why are you being so weird about this? <laughs> God... Yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. Nice. It kind of tracks with like even like a lot of the future episodes. Like as as it keeps going, then a lot of these episodes, they're just like, oh well, we have to we have to save this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Never mind that there are three people in there. I feel like the know? second the second episode felt the most egregious to me in that regard. Oh yeah, yeah. Where like, they're just like, we have to get this five hundred ton 
walking f- fucking jungle destroying nightmare thing. <laughs> I I don't understand how they can introduce that thing. Yeah, and and believe that we're going to be like, "Oh, well these are our heroes." I was, <laughs> They made all of the wildlife run away. I was completely convinced that they would need to go destroy that thing when they showed it. Like right? a thousand percent. I could not conceive of a world in which this was not immediately our villain. Cause it's yeah. like these, these like nature shots where you pan in slowly over the forest and then you show the, the critters and the critters. And are then all, like, you chilling. show this, this fucking nightmare thing with like giant claws rampaging through the jungle, <laughs> just destroying everything in sight. Just <laughs> yeah. Just laying up. down a path. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and alligators they are like to, scrambling yeah. for their fucking lives and like trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. Everybody, everybody in the forest is like, oh my God, this is my last day on earth. And then we cut to the same military guys who are in the, the command center and they're like, well, this is just swell, boys, isn't it? Wow, is- look how great we're doing. What a good job. We're so fucking amazing. I'm really we're proud gonna, of all oh, you. We're going to murder so many people with this big <laughs> fucking 500 ton nightmare machine. It's specifically 500 tons. You know why that's a problem? Yeah. Because it falls into a pit immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing that fucking happens is that it falls it's into a pit. It's just a sinkhole and it falls in. God. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the crux of the episode is that oh no our big death machine is in a pit <laughs> it's as though any other show this would be like the heroic result would be that the death machine is in the pit but no we have to follow along with the thunderbirds the entire time while they get the death machine and the three guys in it yeah, i guess if we have to like, get the guys out of it all right stick the plunger to the side of it so that we can pull it out <laughs> also when they just keep putting keep throwing people into the pit where it's it's just like we need to look down there okay well we'll winch you down into the pit one more boy into the pit for the pit gods (laughs) (laughs) it's only 265 degrees in there yeah why are you being so weird about this get in the pit yeah science demands it uh also later uh they describe it specifically as when they're talking to international rescue yeah they describe it as a defense weapon (laughs) defense against those trees what the fuck yeah it's like all right unless we're in florida then this is not a defense weapon unless we're in florida and we imported a whole bunch of elephants this is not a defense weapon yeah no thanks which i guess all right, are are we just under the impression then that Jeff Tracy is a fucking rube? Yes. Like they they just keep telling him like, "Oh, this that this giant machine, we made this to save kittens from trees." Yes. You're going to have to pull it out of this pit. Yes. No, he is I think that is absolutely the case. The the <laughs> military has recognized the fact that this man is just like a complete doof and yeah. just like wants to be a part of the action. And so they're like, uh, no, this one is, um, for the good of mankind, absolutely. Uh, yeah. don't look at all of the, um, guns and bombs that are, are inside of it. But, uh, the plan for those, this one is to put out fires. Yeah. Those, those guns are for shooting the fire. Yeah. Shoots it right out. Shoots it right out. The bombs pull all of the oxygen out. That's how thermobaric bombs work. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you, stupid? Pulls all the oxygen out of the area <laughs> so the fires go out. Precisely. Anyway, send your your boy squad to go... Uh... <laughs> like, I want to see the episode that just, like, is, you know, uh, Watchmen, where they convince all of them that what they really need to do is to go win the Vietnam War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we get some cool military tech out of the deal, you know? Oh, God. It's hard to look down on that. Yeah. There there was another thing that I wanted to mention. I the foley in this show is it, it's somehow like the levels of it are just completely off yeah. with the dialogue. Nope. And it's really funny. <laughs> There's that. Especially cuz you know they they can't get any kind of diegetic foley for these things. So it's obviously just like some guy with a fucking metal box full of glass shaking it (laughs) (laughs) you yeah you would expect there to be some level of like um or it's like some levels of blind to this thing because you could do all you could like you don't have to worry about onset dialogue mixing with anything else but right Uh, but um no i guess sick yeah it (laughs) might it might have just been a, a thing of like trying to do this in the 60s yeah and like you know we got all of our our high paid staff or all the puppet people we're not gonna go fucking uh go ham for any sound people well it's also like not that much like it was 24 grand per episode which That's is really so not that much given yeah they must have like fucking they they somebody was comping those marionettes you know what i mean that I mean, they can reuse God. a lot of them. That's true. Like, the like once you've got that initial command. episode done, then yeah, you're just building like new vehicles, which that does seem like the fun, the fun part of working on this show. True, and not that expensive. Not terribly, because it's all just building miniatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, then after, so after this show, uh, they went on to do uh, Captain Scarlet and the Misterons. Fuck yeah. Uh, which was kind of, like not that dissimilar, just more, uh, you know, military intrigue. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're, they're like aliens coming down to Earth uh, and taking over people. And they, I forget how exactly, but they basically resurrect this guy, Captain Scarlet, Whoa. who is not under the alien's control, but is invulnerable because he got... Because he's dead? Yeah. Cool. I can get behind uh, this. I'm sure this plot won't be a metaphor for the Red Scare, but... Certainly not. <laughs> we would uh, and then the one that uh, took the whole company down was Joe 90. Um, uh, that sounds like The I... Adventures of Nine-Year-Old Joe McLean. Oh, jeez. Who can have the expert skills, knowledge, and experiences of top experts downloaded into his brain by his scientist father, enabling him to become the secret agent codenamed Joe 90. Huh. Why was that bad? Or what? What? why was that the one that killed them? Uh, it cost too much. Okay. Uh... People weren't interested in it because, like... Because it sounds stupid? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Fair enough. And it wasn't, like... I don't know. It it seems like it just wasn't dissimilar enough 
to any of their other shows. Right. It's a little bit like Thunderbirds, but there's one of them and he's annoying. Yeah. And yeah. And it's a <laughs> nine year old. So eh. classically enjoyable protagonist to watch nine year olds. Yeah. Well, and it's a it's a puppet, too. So I don't know. They probably just had some. Uh, I see. They had Len Jones as John McClane. They have another character named John McClane. Or Joe McClane. Oh, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's who John McClane was named after. Whoa. He was Joe 90's kid. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, he raised a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. The The real fun of these shows is just looking just at the models. The models are so good. There's there's a, a level of detail to the scenery that I, I enjoyed. Um, uh the it did feel like sometimes they just like straight up could not help themselves and so would would include a little like gizmo that really didn't need to be there like the intercom uh for uh i don't know the the guy who the old man who funds the thunderbirds is like oh yeah built into his desk but it's just like a, a weird like little decorative thing and then it just like raises up like a clamshell very slowly and dramatically and then has an intercom built into the inside of it well plus like they have all of their all of their photos oh, that yeah. the eyes light up and they scroll and that's how from they know. being a normal photo of his kids to them being in their outfits yeah uh one of, one of my favorite one of those weird ones was in the second episode when they uh might have been in the first episode too but i didn't notice when they launch, yeah, it is. Uh, when they launch Thunderbird two, the big one that carries the pods, yeah, uh, all the trees, they they like bend the trees out of the way, <laughs> like so they have all of these trees on solenoids, like all these fucking palm trees, yep. so that they can move the tree <laughs> is the conceit of it, and it's fun. I loved it. No notes, right? What's weird to me, like, they must have people, like, they have people over at this island quite a bit. Presumably. And no one can put two and two together. Fucking super rich assholes. Like, right? you know they're showing this shit off. And no one can put two and two together because they do shit like, you know, have the trees bend out of the way. I feel more like it's a so situation it that happens normal. with, like, all rich people, you know, where it, it, it doesn't matter that people know it's just like they gossip about it in their own little private circles and don't engage with it any further than that. I mean, it would be cool if it would be more cool if this was what rich people were doing as opposed to, you know, just human trafficking and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd take it. That's It'd be a big improvement. If they can save, if they can spend whatever. Two point five billion dollars on gearing up enough to the fact that, or to 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 get to the point where they can save one jet, sort of badly, and nearly nearly lose it anyway. I'll take it. That sounds way better. Yeah. God, it it does occur to me that like the closest thing that we've gotten is fucking Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk making goddamn carnival rides to space. Yep, and it's bad, <laughs> but it is. Well, I guess actually. Oh, hold on, hold. No, we've gotten closer. <laughs> that time when all the kids were stuck in the fucking. Oh uh, God. <laughs> yeah, and, and Elon Musk wanted to make oh, his. No. Uh, yeah, his yeah. fucking uh, 
coffin submarine. Then he was like, no, really, guys, <laughs> trust me, this coffin submarine is going to be awesome. Yeah, you and understand the, how the cool diver is like, no, we be. can just go save them. And he's like, you're a pedophile. And he's like, what? Um, hang what? on a minute. <laughs> it still um, blows my mind that he won that court case. He won that fucking co- No, we just we just say that. All right, what's, what's Elon's voice? No, we just say that all That's the time That's how we here. just talk. Yeah, in South Africa, that was just a normal thing that we'd call each other as pedo guy. God. Uh, I, as a, a billionaire with uh, thousands upon thousands of internet followers, uh, have no responsibility here to uh, act normally or to consider the implications of this. And so I won't. Thank you. Yep. And then um, the courts were like, oh, I see that you're rich. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that you, works you for me. Have, yeah. You have the money for the good lawyers? Okay. Check. Um, anyway, see you. Yeah. So that's the closest thing that we've gotten to Thunderbirds in real life. And that's that's why, even though I legitimately enjoyed watching the show, I can't help but have like a little feeling about it. Just I'm, I'm a little I'm a little angsty and grumpy. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I enjoyed watching it, but yeah, it it does push like that weird militarism thing uh-huh and then also yeah we've it, we live in the future that this predicted and it's it just sucks. that all the stuff sucks <laughs> <laughs> we got here and i'm so sorry but it's really not it's not a good thing to do i'm afraid like i i don't know we kind of need a jeff tracy in the current world to actually like like a, like a literal so, one yeah, yeah yeah like get one of those pods for thunderbolt or thunderbird 2 that will i don't know suck oil out of the ocean when a fucking oil tanker spills you, you know you heard it here for us billionaires time to start pulling your fucking weight around here like, if you're gonna yeah, be if you're gonna genuinely, be nasty little if you shits, just did like, this shit people would like you yeah like it's not hard. Like any time that fucking Bill Shitlord Gates does anything remotely humanitarian, people like want to jump his old shitty bones, and just like yeah, actually fix global warming instead of building a hell tunnel. Like you can <laughs> do that. Like <laughs> it's or an like option that you have. Or, or with Bill Gates, maybe actually distribute vaccines as yeah, opposed I, to Kutun, you know. The eugenics version, man. Yeah. Like, it kind of sucks. It seems like you did a decent job with malaria, though. So I guess I'll take one. Yeah. I'm not very informed on the topic, though. I mean, basically, the the big problem with that is that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation holds so much sway in right. the world of, you know, medical development. That they can just obliterate should, or control yeah. any kind of project that's going on. Yeah, like they should not have that much power just because some guy went to a nice high school that had some of the first computers in existence and then his mom convinced her friend to let him fix all the computers at IBM and they (laughs) gave him free computing time and he used that to make software. Yeah, all of that. (laughs) And like... Like none of that qualifies you to control the global medical My establishment. Yeah, <laughs> it's none of that would be 
as bad as it is now if they just like stopped making decisions just like stop making decisions for a little while you know what i mean like uh or stop being stop pretending like you are the one who should be allowed to make all of these decisions is maybe a a better way of putting it because you're just you're just not you're not more qualified than any of is uh, is the problem that none of them have a brains none of them have brains the character from thunderbirds oh to be to be like hi i'm your expert that you actually listen to oh my god you're so right they need a brains they so need brains is brains, brains is the hero character. of this whole thing that's right if it wasn't for that then they would just be like slamming jets into one another <laughs> all the time i'm sure that they have an actual I'm, I'm sure that all these super super rich people have a brains but i think it just like i don't know it's a, it's hard to imagine that it uh matters you know because they can still selectively listen to their brains and just yeah you know, decide to do something hellish and stupid on a whim anyway. Like, yeah. all these people are surrounded by incredibly smart people who they pay, you know, enough money to uh, to get them to tolerate their hellishness. Yeah, to, to do the smart stuff right. for them so that they actually look smart. Right. God, did you watch that, that video of uh, Musk with all of his yes-men in his... No. That, uh... It was very recent. It was basically a two minute long video that's him like talking about the whole hard drive thing where like hard drive spent maybe three days just absolutely (laughs) dunking on him in the funniest way possible. And it's just him in a in a big old meeting room with three guys with ball caps on just being like, oh, well, here. Oh, look, look how cool we are. Oh, we're so funny. You're so good at memes, Mr. Musk. <laughs> yes, Musk. Um, you're so good and clever. Um, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. F- fuck off. So do we have a numerical rating for Thunderbirds, the TV show um, that we've definitely been talking about this whole time? We talked about it and as much as it demanded. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. I think that my review. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta go back to the beginning and see how many of these fucking. Because the intro is really good. I love the intro. There's five. There's five. There, uh, there are five Thunderbirds. Later, they make a movie called Thunderbirds Six, where they make a sixth one. Whoa, that's messed up. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about that. Um, I, I, I'll give it five Thunderbirds out of um the necessary fifty million that would be required to <laughs> <laughs> offset their impact <laughs> to make sure that they have a, a net positive. Yeah, I I give it yeah, four Thunderbirds out of five. I yeah, I genuinely I, I do enjoy liking or enjoy watching this show. It was a, it's a good fun. Time. Yeah. It's it's very fun and they blow up toys. Yeah. It's it's a legitimately good time. No complaints here on that rating um so yeah all of its problems are not its own no uh but that's thunderbirds yeah and uh next week we got hold up i got i got the list oh fuck yes don't hug me i'm scared nice that's great i'm thrilled with this information it is nice just having to pick like five puppet shows because i can just be like okay these all fucking rule yeah let's do these i'm so excited (laughs) That's such a great show. Cool. Uh, Well, look forward to seeing that next week. Yep.
I'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. And big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're OnTwosPod on Twitter.com. Our website is OnTwos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night.